it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians... I'm Mel Todd Wood. At CD Media, we've decided never to have a paywall on any of our sites. I hate those. But we have to make money, so we do have advertisements. But some people don't like ads. So what can you do? You can sign up for our no-ad subscription. It's a few bucks a month. You go to the top of any of our sites and sign up for the subscription, and you get access to all of our websites, all of the news from around the world. This includes our Eastern European, Israeli, Balkan sites. It includes armedforces.press. It includes all the U.S. papers that we've opened, the Miami Independent, the Connecticut Sentinel, the Georgia Record, the Manhattan.press, and the, those that are yet to come in the pipeline, which will be opening soon. So you get all this access to fantastic news from around the world with no ads, no display ads, no pop-up ads. I think you'll love it. Please check us out. It helps support CD media, independent media, and basically confronting the propaganda that's being put out by the corporate media. Thank you. Now let's get to our guest. Roger. Welcome back to Information Operation. Brazil has been somewhat out of the news after the U.S. election, but it shouldn't be. And we have demand to give us the update on exactly what's happening in Sao Paulo. Uh, Matthew Tamland is with us yep. again. And uh, welcome, yep. Matthew. Ah, always, always a pleasure, Todd. Uh, you and I have been, you know, the Wall Street trading desk expression is the axe. He used to say that the guy who had all the flow mm -hmm. in a certain name, a certain stock was the axe because, you know, swinging the handle of the axe. And I think that CDM, Creative Destruction Media, because of the work we did first with the uh, the, the total breakdown of uh, of the Supreme Court and what's been going on uh, with the, the burgeoning uh, judicial autocracy under Moraes, under that whole commie cabal that we did uh, uh, 5,000 words on before the first round at the end of September, right ahead of October 2nd, uh, became, I mean, I, you know, that piece... The Brazilians are so thankful that we actually put that up and shared with the world in English what they've been dealing with, censorship, arrests, political hyper-politicized partisanship out of this judiciary, uh, the communist Yeah, we, we got a lot of feedback, a positive feedback from that, from people from yeah. 10 countries. And then obviously yeah. we did uh, the uh, Benford Newcomb's Law analysis, forensic analysis of both round one and round two. And, uh, you know, uh, we even got some uh, Tucker Carlson love. Uh, off our coverage, which has been great. Uh, and they're super happy. Brazil's really worried. The Brazilian patriots, which is really the vast majority of society, even mm -hmm. those historically who voted for the left, like the indigenous peoples of the North, Northeast and the Amazon, you know, when they see that there are zero ballots cast for Bolsonaro in the precincts in which they reside, even they're doing videos and they're not huge Bolsonaro people, uh, but even they're doing videos saying, no, this is fraud. Uh, we voted for Bolsonaro. We did not want to see Lula come in and sell the Amazon to the CCP. Mm -hmm. So you and I have been obviously at the forefront of this. Uh, I know that my social media has uh, blown up. I feel like uh, the mix shift is now I am a Brazilian social media personality, not even a Western American uh, European one. A Polish Brazilian media person. Polish American <laughs> Brazilian. Hey, any given week, Swedish, French, yeah. British, German, Belgian, exactly. yeah. Italian, Spanish. Uh, you know, there's a lot of battles. And uh, right now, as I you know predicted months ago, 
the number one battleground against global communism is Brazil. And the commies have, uh, you know, if it's a chess game, they've taken the queen, but, mm -hmm. you know, the king is still alive. Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully the... Uh, uh, the, the the rooks and the bishops and the knights will uh, band together uh, and fight even without you know uh, some of their pieces on the chessboard. Uh, it's been uh, it's been ugly. Obviously, the midterm elections here uh, drowned out a little bit of what's been transpiring in Brazil since last week and when there had been uh, deeper coverage. Protests are still strong. People are camped out. Uh, certain police forces in leftist provinces are trying to bust up the protests in cities like mm. Recife in the north. Uh, but in Brasilia, we're still, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands deep. Rio, Sao Paulo, Belo Horizonte. And the sort of, uh, you know, Belo Horizonte is in the state of Minas Gerais, which is almost like the Florida of, uh, mm -hmm. of Brazil. It's just this systemically important swing state. Uh, and everything is still uh, going on there with energy, with, uh, with patriotic fervor to try and protect their democracy uh, from being, uh, you know, certified against with this fraudulent election. Uh, what's uh, very interesting, and, you know, my Twitter and my getter, I've been, you know, posting like crazy videos from my sources on the ground, intel from my sources on the inside. Uh, the Next, no, next uh, Monday, Tuesday, November uh, 14th, 15th, there's a conference at the Harvard Club in New York on Brazilian liberty and democracy <laughs> with the entire Supreme Court. Eight out of, so re, as a recall, 11 members of the Supreme Court, eight of them have been appointed by Dilma Lula or Temer, Temer taking over after. So Dilma took over as she was chief of staff, sort of a vice presidential role after Lula was, was uh, convicted. Dilma was then convicted through impeachment, kicked out of office, and then her... Uh, her sort of deputy, Michael Temer, came in and, and, and served out the term, left with 7% approval. Uh, I mean, that makes like our Congress and our media look like they have universal support comparatively. Right. That's how unpopular Temer was. And Temer was the one who appointed Moraes, Moraes being the Brazilian Lex Luthor character that we're, we're railing about, who not only is the head Supreme Court justice, but the Supreme Court oversees the Supreme Electoral Court, the, uh, the TSC. The STF is the Supreme Court. The TSC is the Electoral uh, Supreme Tribunal that administers overseas and adjudicates elections. And that's also run by Moraes. So even within this corrupt judiciary, you don't have separation of powers, let alone the extra statutory rights that Moraes has given himself unilaterally to censor and arrest anyone who talks out about this election. Uh, and they have made arrests and they've done mass censorship, including electeds. Carlos Zambelli, Nicholas Ferreira, Nicholas Ferreira being a, a lower house member, chamber of deputies, who got the most votes of any at 1.5 million. They kicked him off all of social media by unilateral fiat diktat out of uh, Moraes's office. Uh, and uh, Gustavo Geyer, another uh, lower house member of the chamber of deputies. Uh, so you've got three highly influential, impactful uh, members of the lower house, the equivalent of, you know, our MTG or our uh, Matt Gates, or uh, maybe even more powerful, you know, a McCarthy type, uh, you know, on the right, whether we like McCarthy or not, he's a ranking member. Uh, well, that's who they're trying to boot off social media and doing so within Brazil. Uh, their telegrams, their Twitters, their YouTubes, their Facebooks all mm. have gone dark by unilateral fiat of this menace, uh, yeah. this red menace, uh, Moraes. Uh, and uh, they're they're accelerating uh, their so their censorship, and they're saying even there have been comments by I don't know, I think it was uh, Carmen Lucia or one of the other communist judges said, oh don't worry they'll get them back after we take power, as if communists ever give the voices back to free people yeah, no and in opposition. Uh, but the fact that they'd even say that is gross and obscene. Yeah, yeah. I posted a video of Luis Roberto Barroso, another high-ranking jurist uh, appointed by the communist cabal, the Lula Dilma Temer group. It was Lula Dilma. 
Uh, and he had a hot mic moment where he was walking with his cronies and he said, we don't, we don't win elections. We take elections. And yeah, then he posted said, that, right? Yeah, I posted that. It's gotten mm -hmm. a ton of views. Uh, he, and he said, oh, is that, are they recording or do they have audio? Are they recording? So it was a real hot mic. Reminded me of when Boehner and uh, uh, Biden were uh, talking about their golf games ahead of the 2012, uh, I think it was 2012, State of the Union address. Didn't realize they were on a hot mic, but the kabuki was up that the Uniparty yeah. rules together. They're busy talking about their golf games until they realized there was a hot mic. And then they took a step apart as if, uh, you know, oh, nobody, oh, I hope nobody heard us. I mean, Body what language. a what kabuki bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in Brazil right now, it all comes down to Article 142 of the Brazilian Constitution, which we've discussed. Uh, that says that the military is the supreme stabilizing force institutionally within Brazilian society. When there's disputes between the different powers, whether it's executive, legislative or judicial, the military uh, to sort of put a pressure valve, a depressurization valve. Uh, and I, I know how the optics look. Latin America in the 70s, military juntas galore. Mm -hmm. uh, Brazil's experience is such that they know they're at risk of the separation of powers breaking down. So they've endowed in the military the right to adjudicate these sort of sovereign disputes, these disputes that will lead to anarchy or breakdown in sovereignty. And it's within there, you know, most militaries, uh, their role constitutionally is to protect uh, under executive agency uh, or executive authority to protect threats, foreign threats. Some yeah. constitutions say foreign and domestic. Brazil's very clear. It is foreign and domestic. Any threat to Brazilian sovereignty, uh, the ultimate adjudicating mechanism is the military. And, you know, it's not incidental that while Lula was in prison, while he was palling around with Fidel Castro and forming the Sao Paulo Forum uh, to introduce Chavismo all over Latin America and create one big communist continent uh, out of, uh, you know, Orwell's Oceania uh, in 1984, uh, you know, Jair Bolsonaro was a military man, career military before he entered Congress. Uh, and the uh, the Brazilian military says in Article 142 uh, is endowed with these rights because they are the fountain of order, hierarchy and discipline. Uh, they adhere to a code. And mm. right now, the code of the Brazilian Constitution is being grossly broken. We had the military audit come out and they started working on it the first round. They waited until after the second round so they wouldn't get into a pissing match with the Brazilian judiciary, the Supreme Court. Uh, they waited until the dust settled on this election. And they found that, uh, you know, the machines don't have auditable. Uh, they, they didn't say this was defrauded. They said there was potential fraud here because of the machine system, the programmatic system, mm -hmm. we cannot audit it. It's being frozen out. We're frozen let, out. Let me interrupt you. Does the Supreme Court have authority over the military? Can they control no. it? No, okay. no, okay. no. Uh, I'm sure that Alexander Moraes will say that, and they'll probably try. And if the Brazilian military makes some more aggressive move on the chessboard to neuter this Supreme Court and this mm -hmm. electoral court, who they did say in their 65-page report that this, the electoral court was not forthcoming with information. They're still trying to get information out of them, mm -hmm. even though the Constitution is clear that if in a, there's a dispute over fraud in the, mm -hmm. in the election, the military has full oversight capacity to come in and, and adjudicate it, to look at it, to to, to analyze and then to come out with uh, with statements of what they found to the Brazilian mm -hmm. people. And the court is doing everything they can to obfuscate and block it. it Sounds reminds familiar. Me Hillary, yeah, it yeah. reminds me of Hillary Clinton bleach bitting her uh, her hard drive after, uh, you know. There or was, the, uh, sheriff, the sheriff's on the roof at the Maricopa County 
Yeah, Yannick well, <laughs> or, or if you want to go even more to reduce it to the absurd, uh, uh, Yanukovych's forces uh, shooting civilians and journalists from the top of ministry buildings during the Maidan. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we're not there yet and hopefully we will not get there. Uh, but the fact that they, you know, do this report and they say that the Supreme Electoral Commission, who's supposed to, uh, you know, uh, allow us to evaluate what just transpired is doing everything they can obfuscate. What they do know is that the machines don't have this auditable uh, facet, which already is 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 pause for concern. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the uh, military's uh, next move is, but it will revolve around Article 152 and the rights endowed uh, that they are endowed with uh, and the authority they're endowed with to go and take action. And I believe they will. I do know from my source. My sources, Brazil's uh, uh, Jair Bolsonaro and his senior staff met with the senior generals last night. I wow. uh, don't have anything of what's come out of that yet. Trying to find out. Uh, probably better they don't talk to journalists like us and they just do their job. Sure. Uh, that being said, we're going to do our job and find as much information as we can. And, you know, I'm a big Brandeis guy. Sunlight's the best disinfectant. So we want as much yeah. transparency and as much real work from the fourth estate as we can. Uh, while the Brazilian mainstream press, Globo, uh, the Brazil CNN types are, you know, running cover. You know, they've got this uh, eight communist judges meeting at the Harvard Club to talk about Brazilian democracy, which is such a farce. You think there'll uh, be some? Uh, what's the date on that again? That is uh, in New York at the Harvard Club on West Forty Fourth Street uh, on Monday and Tuesday, and it's Moraes, it's Barroso, it's Carmen Lucia, it's the five others. You think uh, there'll be demonstrations there against? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trumpeting as much as I can. I mean, you saw how many Brazilians showed up to Times Square to have a prayer vigil, and they populated Times Square at, in solidarity, protesting in Times Square, just as they were doing or are doing in Sao Paulo and Brasilia and uh, in Rio. We'll and, have to uh, get a reporter there for the, my, for the yeah, Manhattan yeah, paper. Yeah, you do. And I'm yeah. telling people to go and, mm-hmm. and protest. I wonder if, you know, with the country in, in such uh, engulfed in metaphoric flames that they'll hold it. But the funny or the ironic farcical uh, nature of this is that this was scheduled two to three months ago. And so you've got the eight uh, Supreme Court justices uh, appointed by Tamar Dilma and Lula. And then you've got the incoming Lula cabinet all meeting together to talk about Brazilian democracy. And pre-planned before the election. Pre-planned. How would they know the outcome that you get this eight together, plus the optics of separation powers, the executive branch cabinet officials, and especially economic ministries, uh, are meeting with the Supreme Court jurists. I use the word, you know, in quotes, because it's such bullshit what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're a communist criminal cabal. Uh, but they're meeting at the Harvard Club to talk about uh, Brazilian democracy and what kind of farce is this. Uh, while they're and they've got the you know mainstream media running cover, they're doing the same communist playbook that I've seen in Poland and Hungary out of out of these miscreants. Uh, mm-hmm. They are you know filming in abandoned parking lots with a, uh, nothing behind them, saying, "Hey, there's no protests." Meanwhile, yeah. you know, 500 meters away, you've got a million people protesting in the main square of Brasilia between all the government buildings. Yeah. So they're running every info op, every operation they. Uh, they can to create a global optic. Mainstream press is not covering it. Tucker's the only one who covered it in sort of the large scale, large cap press in the U.S. Uh, Europe is totally uh, nowhere on this, which is pathetic and sad. Uh, I've done some Polish TV and I'm working on some other uh, international dispatches. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, well, we just launched CDM in Espanol. Maybe we need a Portuguese version. Uh, I'll get you the people on that. Uh, I've got some yeah. uh, both Spanish speaking and Portuguese speaking people who I think mm-hmm. should go on CDM Espanol. Is it going mm-hmm. to be broadcast to uh, Spain or uh, mostly the U.S.? 
Well, it's uh, we have a cable audience in South Florida, but it, it's uh, on on social media. You know, the main yeah. streaming channels. So yeah, we got to get this the Spanish market, Argentinian, Colombian, mm -hmm. uh, even break mm -hmm. the firewall into Venezuela, which mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people who are doing that. I've got a Venezuelan. Uh, I urge everyone to follow. In addition to me on Twitter, uh, Eduardo Bitar, E D U A R D O space B I T T A R. He's a uh, anti-Chavismo activist from Venezuela who's had asylum in Brazil, and I've met him. I met with him in Brazil. And we're working together on video, uh, you know, mm -hmm. vid getting videos uploaded to protests of, of leading thinkers. And he's somebody I'll, I'll bring to you and I, you're already going to be watching. Uh, so, yeah, there's it's a lot going on. Uh, you know, the censorship continues uh, with uh, with, uh, you know, high ranking members of the press uh, mm -hmm. on the right. Uh, Joe Vampan, uh, Paolo Figueroa's outlet he broadcasts from South Florida is also stifled. Uh, they're taking down telegrams. They're, you know, politicians, media people. It's gross. It's absolutely gross. It's it's communism in its ugliest um, face uh, that, you know, always leave. First, it's censorship, uh, defenestration, de-arming, uh, and then it's gulags. And, you know, executions. People, yeah. 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 And I mean, honestly, the those who deserve an execution uh, for treason against the country are those who conspired to brazenly steal this election. And, and where it's I happening in the U.S., the same playbook. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's it's even more brazen in Brazil. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, I I've been comparing Moraes to Vinny the Chin Gigante. I don't know if anyone remembers the mobster who yeah. had a long-term trial where he'd walk Central Park in robes and they tried to throw an insanity defense, which ultimately did not work. Uh, so as I've, I've tweeted at Moraes many times and Barroso, gangsters in robes are still gangsters, fellas. Yeah, so. definitely. Matt, that's really insightful. When do you think you may come back on and uh, give us more? When you, I'm, when I'm you fluid. I'm waiting yeah. to get information in and hopefully we'll have, you know, as I just tweeted, it's the military's move and the military standing with the people. Uh, they are. You, I just posted a video of them uh, thanking the patriots who are protesting for, you know, upholding uh, the best the best tradition of constitutional republicanism and part of Brazil's constitution is the right to uh, free assembly, much like ours. And people yeah. are exercising that right nonviolently, as, as Jair Bolsonaro prescribed. And uh, the military is absolutely with them. Uh, you can see it, a colonel. Wow. You know, you can see the colonel talking to them and say, are you OK? Are they uh, mistreating you? Uh, you, know, you know, all we need, Matt, is, is you know, it's Kerry Lake or Bolsonaro or someone to get in power. And then they can have they can seize these machines, yeah. take them apart, find out what's in them, tell the world. And then it's done. Then the game's over. Maybe, you know? DeSantis, maybe DeSantis. Maybe. It, won't, uh, it yeah. won't be Trump. It won't be Trump. Well, you know, DeSantis hasn't done a lot on election fraud either. So I'm, oh, well, I'm in Florida. I, I, I will say that uh, Florida, even with a hurricane that wiped out a good chunk of the West Coast, uh, they were, you know, the balloting and tabulation was so smooth. Third largest state. They had all the results the evening of. Uh, that is true. They're very efficient. but And um, no, there were no allegations of impropriety in what was the biggest swing state, which is now a state that he remade remade the countywide map into a red state. Uh, so I, I would argue against uh, you in that just because, you know, we didn't see him, you know, do press conferences about, you know, systems and programs. And it, it operated smoothly. Third largest state. I, I don't disagree with that at all. My only point is, you know, I know that the Miami-Dade GOP Election Integrity Subcommittee has brought specific evidence of mass ballot harvesting, et cetera, and they, they haven't acted. So that's concerning. But, okay, well, uh, then, you know, yeah. I believe they will. Ron DeSantis, and I've known him since 2014, worked on bills with him. He's mm -hmm. a transparency guy. He's fiscally responsible, and he fights mm -hmm. for what's right. 
for what's right. And he doesn't always do it in front of the curtain. He doesn't have the ego and the narcissism that mandates that he has to, you know, say, look at me, pat me on the back for this. He just workmanlike gets stuff done. And that's why I'm fully in support. Well, I think that discussion and, will be fully vetted over the next two years for sure. Yeah. Well, our, <laughs> anyway. our, our, our orange man is sniping like a, uh, like a, like a buffoon. Thank you, Matt. We'll have you back on. Cheers. Talk to you soon.